Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following program is rated TV MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, violence, and nudity. It is intended only for mature audiences. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Talk Scary to Me. Oh, I like Scary to Me. Just talk Scary to Me. I guess. You, what's that thing called where everyone's just whispering? Whispering. What's that? There's like um, a name a for thing. it. Yeah, it's a thing. It's a we thing. should. We should. It's do like it. initials. I think I said this. We should do an episode where people are just talking about themselves. Oh, I just gave you Someone's really excited right now. It actually kind of gets me like feeling it does? a little. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> that's like going to that, be your like, thing. It gets me like I'm like. Does I'm it not make mad your vagina dance? Does it make your it makes my vagina my dance. Makes my vagina dance. It's so crazy. We I need to do it. a movie where we're little like southern girls. Yeah, yeah. I'll do it. All right, let's that do it. Let's good. write it. Let's do it. <laughs> let's do the whole episode like oh that. Oh my god! Okay. So what's yep. what's happening with you? What's, what's happening, happening in the world? With me, the world is falling apart. <laughs> the world. I don't want to leave my house anymore. The world always falls Did apart. Did you see there was a whole thing on the news with the uh, I don't know it was the head of the police here said do, do, if you want to come to Los Angeles, do not. That it is like the movie the perch yeah literally have i not been saying this has no one i think you guys can all pick up interviews of mine that i literally say if they like just the government was like one day one day you guys can do crime it would happen yeah but now it's like yeah. constant. Like that would it's happen. Like this is the season where nobody gives a fuck anymore. Yeah. No one abides by the rules. No. People don't don't pay, don't what care about happening? the police. What is happening? It's a really scary time. Yeah. And I'm I'm yeah. It's if we scary. if we push the envelope here, we could we could really have some trouble. Like I I feel like if every I mean, too many people are like joining forces and doing these crazy crazy shit. And we're not uniting as <laughs> as one. No, we're we're not. So we're not going. It's in, all for in a, one in a very good direction. One for all. I guess. Come on, guys. It's I just know. All just like peace and love. Peace and love. Peace That's and it. And love. Morals. 
Morals, right and wrong. Morals. Like <laughs> says the girls that all we do is talk about yeah. the naughtiest <laughs> things ever. We ha- I have morals and values. Yeah. Just because I like to have sex <laughs> and I like to take edibles doesn't mean i don't have morals and values <laughs> scout <laughs> oh, um man. okay so we've got some fun should we just to jump into Ooh, some cool let's. things right now let's do it so i really like this one well this is actually kind of an and well are we gonna like have an intense conversation because i feel like there's some intense things that need to be talked about sure let's have an because intense conversation we, we have some fun you know naughty conversations and then every once in a while we need to like keep it you know on the flip side yeah let's do it so first of all, let's, um, th- there's a question I'm, I, I thought was interesting that I would like to answer. Um, this person says, first of all, I just want to say that I love y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Thanks. you. Uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween movies are my favorite. I guess Fuck I have yeah. more of a love sex question. We have a three-year-old girl, Aww. but then on our second pregnancy, we had a miscarriage and I believe that was six yeah. months ago, but my wife wants another kid. So she's determined to have sex every day which is exhausting for me to think about, LOL. Because at that point, I feel like I'm treated, uh, treating it like a job, and I feel like sex should not feel mm-hmm. that way. Am mm-hmm. I wrong for feeling that way? Please help. Um, oh, yeah. You well, know. Uh, yeah, I'll let you take this. So both my kids are um, IVF babies, um, which means that uh, we had tried for over a year, you know, d- checking ovulation and going to doctors and da 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 and it's all the whole pills and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And we just weren't getting pregnant. Um, so having to, to, you know, at first you're like, yeah, we're just married. We're, this is, you know, of course you want to try the kid. And you're like, we're just going to fuck every day. Yeah. And then it, it is tiring it's on both easy. parties. Mm-hmm. You're just like, this is not fun anymore. And I was trying to figure out ways to like make it interesting or make it fun. But he knew I was just trying to get some because yeah. we were trying to have a baby, yeah, you know? Yeah. So it does take a lot of the of the excitement out of it, and then every asshole that's like, just just go on vacation, it'll happen. Don't worry, you're yeah. good. You know, um, I had a miscarriage before Carter, and I didn't know that. I did, yeah. We so I did uh, two surgeries for IVF because we weren't getting pregnant on our own. I had done egg, re- you know, two egg retrievals, and we had four embryos in storage that were good at that point because we had them chromosomally tested. Okay. Uh, and then my grandma got cancer. Okay. I had some kind of infection, and so they couldn't, th- which I didn't even know I had had. I'd be treated on antibiotics before they would implant, but the timing was off and it wasn't helping. And I was taking these shots that weren't making it go away. And oh, wow. it was a fucking nightmare. And then my grandma got cancer and I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I got to go help save my grandma. Like yeah. I can't do this. Yeah. So I stopped everything, went down and like just took a break mm-hmm. and took care of my grandma. And then it was like months later, we decided to get back into it. And I had this crazy like feeling that I just wanted to do it on my own. I was like, I just want to go backwards. Mm-hmm. I found a new doctor. I was like, I already have four embryos. I want to start over again. Okay. So I started um, with this thing called Clomid, which is pills. And then it just makes you produce a lot of eggs. And then you still do insemination. Like it's still like turkey baster. Okay. Um. But you, they have to kind of time it properly because the medication makes you produce a lot of eggs. Oh, really? Yeah. You drop like, you're like, oh, you're going to drop, you know, quite a few. And then if you have sperm, then you could have like, that's how people get, oct- like that's how people get eight babies. All so the, I took a break. All the eggs. Right. All the all eggs. eggs. I had four eggs um, that were good. I had all these surgeries and I couldn't implant because I had an infection and they couldn't figure it out. I didn't even know I had one and whatever. Yeah. Um, so I took a break and I came back and then we started just do, I wanted to start over again. I was like, I want to try, see if I can just do it yeah. the right way this time. Yeah. You know, not like IVF is the wrong way, but I was like, in my mind, I thought, let me just go backwards because I think I jumped the gun really fast. Yeah. 
and like went like straight was sold like the gold package and mm-hmm. went right into like the hardcore. Yeah. So um so we started over again timing ovulation, going in and checking if I was ovulating, and then we ended up you know we did t- turkey baster essentially in the office. Mm-hmm. Um when he oh, so I was had ovulating to do it in the office. They did it in the office. Oh, okay. They did an insemination. So in I always the see office. shows where they do in the bedroom. And oh like no. Candles are everywhere, and you're like a turkey baster. No, because they because they clean it mm. and they take all the other stuff out that gets in the way of getting to where it needs to go and then they Does put it in hurt? that way um because i know when you we, we us ladies go get checked that that shit's uncomfortable yeah there's i feel like if i remember correctly for both that it's like a catheter that goes through the cervix and that's how it makes its weight like it's i've had some bad experiences with those catheters also because i have a bent or tilted cervix or something so it's it's very hard to to get it through it i just had some like no wonder it's only a couple situations positions for you (laughs) (laughs) i don't you know what i mean (laughs) i'm like that one works um and uh so anyway so we started over so i ended up getting pregnant and um i had i I found it when i was in hawaii and i was over the moon and then i ended up having a miscarriage like i think it was God, um, I was six weeks, I think, six or seven weeks. It was right like towards t- where like right before the next test was like the heartbeat like situation. And uh, they know because the number, they do your blood work and the numbers start going down. So they're like, yes, you're pregnant. But the num- if the numbers don't double every couple of days, that means you're probably going to lose the pregnancy. So you're oh you're aware God. that it's probably going to happen. What do you feel in your body? I'm um, sorry. I'm like, I'm like very new to all this kind of well, stuff. Well, I and- already felt like – for me, my sense of smell changed really quickly, and I, all I wanted was watermelon juice. Really? Yes. Okay. So I, when I started then, like, thinking something was going to happen, you don't know. I don't know if it's like you psych yourself out because you already know, or mm-hmm. because unless you're going through to a fertility doctor, you don't know that your numbers are going down. You don't know you're going to miscarry. You're just mm-hmm. kind of waiting it out, you yeah. know? Um, because you don't get to go to your regular OB until you're nine weeks. So they mm-hmm. monitor you throughout everything before those nine weeks. So knew I was going to miscarry. I was just waiting for it to happen, yeah. essentially. So you're like, you're waiting and you're waiting and you're waiting. Like, when's it going to happen? And then it, I was at work and I had my studio and I was working the front desk and I started bleeding. I was like, okay. I remember like like closing up and being kind of just, just like, I was just jarred and yeah. came home and was in, was in horrific pain. And I, I remember I had to go to a convention that weekend. Oh my God, Danielle. And I was Texas Frightener, I think. It was really, really busy. And I was just like, wearing a pad and you know just having a miscarriage while I was sitting there being you know taking pictures with everybody and how how long does that take how how long is a miscarriage um it's probably different for everyone but I think it was a couple of weeks where stuff is still happening kidding me no how did you feel how what 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 does your mind what is your bot like what um sorry if this is too personal I checked out okay you know I I think I was just like, I remember telling my mom, like, I'm because she just moved back to LA. And I was, I remember, like, I was waiting because it was Mother's Day and I wanted to tell her that I was pregnant on Mother's Day. And I waited. And then afterwards, I remember saying, like, I'm pregnant, but I'm miscarrying. And she was like, How do you know? You don't know that. You don't know you're going to miscarry. And I was like, I do know, mom, because it's science. Like, there's a number that you have to get, it has to double, otherwise, you could blah, 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 blah. So I ended up miscarrying, but you know, the only reason why you miscarry is because there's something wrong. Yeah. Chromosomally, there's something wrong with the baby. Yeah. So it's God's way, I guess, of taking care of it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so that was kind of how I sort of got through that process. So Rick Carter's my rainbow baby, essentially. Yeah. Um, how long did you guys wait at, until after to, to try? Did it cause anything um, between you and David? Like, was there any like sort of sadness that you saw on his end? I always wonder, no, like, with I, the men, like, what do they feel? I don't. That's a good question to ask him. I think. Um, I think he's just was sort of waiting for my cue. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to talk about it with her until she brings it up or I won't I won't make it a conversation piece unless she wants to talk about it. Let's just kind of go about our day. And, you know, it's like yeah. when you see someone that someone's passed away that you're like, do I say something? Is mm-hmm. it wrong if I don't say something? Mm-hmm. How do I really go about this situation? Yeah. Um, so I think that was sort of what was going on. But we never really talked about it after that. Um, but I know that, you know, that like I think it's three months I had to wait. That's what it was, is that I, God, it's like all, it's was such a clusterfuck going through that infertility is just a, such a big deal. I bet. Um, and I remember Chrissy Teigen, when she came out about having IVF, it was like a big deal because people weren't talking about it. Yeah. Even when I got so pregnant strange. with Carter five years ago, nobody was talking about it. And I actually went with my old manager at the time to pitch an idea to VH1 about following, because when I was going through IVF, I couldn't, there was nothing online that, you can that I could read. Yeah. Or there was not even like no a documentary. No online YouTubes or anything. Yeah. There, all there is is Facebook groups yeah. of a bunch of hormonal crazy fucking people. Crazy women that are either can never get pregnant, mm-hmm. have had num- you know, n- numerous miscarriages, can't get the babies to implant. Like it's very, very intense. Yeah. It's almost too much. Too much. Really. When you're already going through everything, I was like, I just can't. I just, I, I didn't know who to talk to because yeah. unless you're going through it, you don't know. I mean, I, I look at me. I don't have much knowledge with that. But, but if you ta- if I you, if you heard f- me talking yeah. to somebody else that's gone through IVF, we, it's like we're speaking a foreign mm-hmm. language. But you know the language. Yeah. Yeah. It's stuff that you never wanted to know. You were the fourth woman that I've talked to in the past week and a half that has mentioned this. Really? That they've gone through this. And I had no idea. How old are they? Are they or did they get older? The, the or did 30s, they do it young? 40s. Okay. Yeah. It's that's why crazy. people have been telling me the girlfriends, they freeze my eggs. <laughs> no, you don't freeze your eggs. In, well, unless they're fertilized. Yeah. You only want to freeze embryos, not your eggs. Okay. Because cause I was going to freeze my eggs before I met David, and the doctor was like, you know, you're older, you freeze your eggs, then by the time you thaw them out, and then you have to turn them into embryos, then they, you know, they, the sperm, and it, it's mm-hmm. the, it's a much less likely chance that they're going to work. Mm. So you want to freeze an embryo that you already know is good. Okay. Like I'm all about, my kids I'm about were to embryos. Do, all of this. do it, freeze embryos. Yeah, 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 I'm about to do all of this. Yeah, put them <laughs> in. You know, I Easy. mean, that's that's then then it doesn't matter. Then Easy. you're like cool. But yeah. for your eggs, the thing is, if you freeze your eggs, then you think you've got you've given yourself time. Did you ever think when you were younger that um, you were gonna like sell your eggs? <laughs> Remember those things uh, where they were yeah. like, yeah, where you're like, you can make twenty thousand dollars <laughs> if you sell your eggs. And now we're like, no, I no, mean, no, 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 shit, no, don't I take know, I know, I know, I know. My God, this is so funny. Sorry to interrupt the story, but <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah, it's crazy, man. That's brave in itself. Well, Danielle, you know, if you freeze your, if like you, that. so if you freeze your eggs, just so mm-hmm. people know, um, that are not fertilized. Mm-hmm. You think you're buying yourself all this time. And what happens is then you turn, you know, say you're not with anybody at 40 or you finally meet someone in your late 30s, early 40s. And you're like, okay, well, I've got either I didn't find somebody or I've got these eggs. I bought that time. And then you try to implant and fertilize them. Then Mm -hmm. it's what if that egg wasn't tested and it's not normal? Then you're like, okay, cool. Well, all those eggs that I froze that I thought I had 10 years bought 
of time or five years or whatever it is are actually not usable. And then how are you going to go through an egg retrieval in your 40s? You're not going to get any. Yeah. It's going to be very hard to get good eggs. I'm, I'm literally, I'm, I'm 30, turning 33. So I have to like start Maybe thinking like two about years. this stuff because I, I, well, that's kind of when I want to have, have kids. Two years, yeah. But I kind of have this thing that I, pregnancy is not going to be easy for me. Don't get, don't start saying I that know, stuff I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But I, there's reasoning Have you ever gotten pregnant it. before? No. But I also, this is too personal, yeah. I, I think, for me for it to share. But there's there's reason reasoning why I'm like, ooh, maybe I should, like, start looking into this. Because, you know, I, I thought I was going to have a kid, like, in my 20s. That's what mm. I wanted to be. I wanted to have a kid in my 20s. And now, where I'm at right now, I, I want to make sure that I'm completely stable until yes. I have a child. Yes. I can't be one of these people no. living in an apartment taking mm. care of a, a kid. Mm. No. I can't do that. <laughs> so. And you can't work when you're pregnant. Yeah. Not doing what you do. I know. I know, but I'm. I'm honestly, I can't wait to take a break and have a baby. Yeah, I can't wait. I, it's I can't wait. Great. I think maybe when I go down to to directing and like yeah. creating a TV show. Yeah, for then sure. It's about the time. <laughs> yeah, that I'll be able to do it. But the thing is, if you're directing, that takes more of your time. If you're acting, you can true. have a nanny and you can That's just you go to set and you come back. Go, do, 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 See, do your job. Nanny, and you go back. I don't think I can do that. You just have someone help yeah. when you're. Yeah. I never. My nanny didn't do shit, but like. Hold my baby while I go to work real quick, and then I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. It was never like I, no I, one's I, raising my kids. I think when we were leaving a con, yeah, there was a, a woman and a man. No, no, no. It was when I was leaving Hawaii. There was like obviously a rich couple and their baby. The baby did not want the parents. Oh no, did not want the parents. Oh yeah, no. Wanted the nanny the entire time, and the nanny was speaking like Spanish to yeah. the baby, and like could clearly understand it. But like when the baby was with the mom, it was like. It was like a a, a a monster. It was so weird. You know, I think it's babies like pick dynamic. up on that yeah. stuff, and maybe she's got some postpartum. Maybe and no, maybe she the wanted the baby. She wanted the baby, but maybe the baby's picking yeah. up something in her. Usually, when Probably. a baby doesn't want its own mother, yeah. there's something going on. Yeah, that's way deeper than the you baby see, senses. You, so you see how well I am with kids. Oh, I yeah. love kids. Oh, I love yeah. kids so much. Babies, yeah, don't like me. My babies always liked but you. But little babies. Little babies don't like me. I've had to work with a couple of little babies. Maybe because I'm scared. I'm just so... Maybe. Sm- I, I, definitely. They're Are like horses. Scared, They're horses. Well, yeah, man. Like like the neck. Like, like, like you know, like little kids. I can throw them fucking on my shoulder around or but whatever. baby babies usually just babies. want their mom because yeah. they're smelling milk. Oh, my God. That's all. I think that's why I get so terrified because I'm like, kids love me. But for some reason, one-year-olds and two-year-olds are unsure of me. I don't know what to do with these things. You're also like, I'm Scout. Yeah. Maybe they're like, what's, what's going on? <laughs> they're like, get away from me. It's possible. Damn, that's, I'm so glad that you shared that, honestly. Yeah. I was just saying I, I pitched this idea to VH1 yeah. because I couldn't find anything okay. on it. Yeah. I was like, what if we what if we followed real stories of IVF? They, already, they do teenage mom. Right? Like, what? Why can't? Because there, there's they one in eight couples. They probably have stories on there now. They probably Maybe. took some of your ideas and it's probably on They only wanted something. to do it if the people that were going through it were 80s or 90s, like, has-been stars. Are you fucking kidding me? No. Wow. I was like, well, um, I, I don't know if there are any other, like, has-beens like me that are going through <laughs> oh, this. Oh, shit. Um, but they kept saying, well, well, what happens if they don't get pregnant? 
Well, where, what's the ending of the story? That's the fucking, that's a story. That's it's the like ending. There's, there's, like that's, that's, oh my there's, God. There's IVF. There's yeah. um, artificial insemination. There's surrogacy. Yeah. There's adoption. Yeah. What, what's the there's end of the story? There's many different, I was like, when I watch The Real Housewives, it doesn't, you don't know that someone's going to like, what's going to happen to their lives yeah. at the end of the season. You are watching the story unfold and then fig- you're getting to what the, you don't have it written unless they do. And I'm yeah. just, you know. So I was like, okay, this is not what I was trying to do. And I thought I had a good story to tell. And, Damn. you know, and then a, a celebrity started coming out talking about IVF. And I was like, okay, at least the word's getting out there. But yeah. but it's still a very taboo, weird, secret, you know, mm-hmm. thing that I, I don't I don't want my kids to, like, m- my kids were made. I do have a, a, a this is, maybe this is too personal, um, but I'll share it anyway. Um, <laughs> you know, so what happens is when you're, when you're, having surgery you're going and you're going under right you're you're you've been shot up with all these drugs mm-hmm. for weeks and weeks at a time and you've got like 20 eggs mm-hmm. instead of one so you mm-hmm. feel like a hen you look like you're four months pregnant you're going in for surgery they're going to take them out they're going to put them in a dish and your partner um or donor whatever your, your decision is is in the other room doing their business and you're you're out, you know, you're under anesthesia and then they take the sperm and they clean it and then they do what's called ICSI, I-C-S-I, where they take the best sperm from the microscope, under the microscope and they insert it with a needle into the egg. Whoa. So they're making it get science. in there. <laughs> so you can choose to not do ICSI and then you're just putting all the sperm around the egg in the dish and then it has to make its way in and get through the shell. Okay. But it's not a guaranteed thing where when you're doing ICSI, it's extra money, but you know that they're picking the strongest swimmers with the best tails that look the best that have the most like rounded whatever mm-hmm. and they're putting it in and then it, then it has to sit for like six days to Whoa. grow and half of them die and half of them grow. Whoa. They mutate and they, they become six days and then they take... They what they do is they take a piece of that and they test it and they test it for abnormalities uh-huh. um and they so it's it's taken from it it's the egg is fro the embryo is frozen and then out of you know say if you pull 20 maybe 13 survived out mm-hmm. of the that got fertilized they 13 survived and then you test 13 and then you have like one or two that are actually normal not abnormal okay and because they're testing chromosomes they know you know if it's male or female that is crazy yeah that is fucking crazy to me so you're like how many boys how many girls <gasps> yes oh my god i know when when uh, uh like one of my best friends like did this with um his wife and they were like yeah we have like two boys and one girl and i'm just like wait what do you mean what do you mean you have two boys and one girl you can but just when pick you do one. when you do a fresh transfer uh-huh. um you can't you you can't test you can't test okay um so you're just like rolling the dice essentially and then if there's an abnormality is when you have a miscarriage so it's not a f- it's not affordable to like That's go get it tested ask. do you do you feel comfortable sharing? Like, what is the price of something oh, like my, this? Uh, like each, the fact that we have to pay for to be pregnant and and stay in a hospital and give birth. Like, you know, some fact- insurances cover this. Though. Really? Not in not our insurance. Not in this state. Not SAG. They don't want you having a baby. Wow. They're not going to give you money to go get pregnant. That's then you can't nuts. work. That's nuts. Um, it's six figures for each kid. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Um, because nothing is covered. Yeah. So, uh, you know, every time you go in, it's like insanity um i think it's like thirty thousand dollars for for one surgery essentially and then you have another then you have to do the implant which is like a whole other 
30,000 or 15,000 or whatever it is. And it's not, nothing's guaranteed, you know? Yeah, that's so sad. So I was like, I'm going through all of this. I don't want to put in a fresh transfer because I don't, I already had a miscarriage. So I don't want to have another miscarriage. And then how many times can you put yourself through that? But there are women that, that do, you know, if you, because testing the embryos was like another, you know, $10,000 or something and completely insane. So you really have to weigh it and figure out like, how badly do I want to have a family? That breaks my heart. That it's horrible. That breaks my heart. But you know, I was working so much yeah. that I, it was really my representation that was like, you can't stop now. Like you have to, like, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. Women have babies into their fifties. And then you start going, okay. And I hadn't, I didn't meet anybody. Mm-hmm. So I waited, but I, I waited a lot too long. Yeah. You know, I mean, I started at, I think we were 37, 38 was when I was like, just finally starting to try. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, fuck, now I'm 38. And like, it's not happening. Now, what do I do? Yeah. Thank God I had money saved. And my husband had money saved. So we were able to, to Would to you do ever it. have adopted if you guys couldn't? Yeah. But yeah. I mean, that's almost as, ex- that's as expensive. Yeah. You know, you're still probably spending 80 to $100,000 to adopt. Yeah. So how do you do that? Yeah. So what do you do if you don't have money? Like no, if you don't have like, how do you, it's horrible. <laughs> it's so horrible. It is so horrible. And then you have to, <laughs> you have to be able to take care of them after you spent the $150,000. <laughs> it's crazy. It's just, but I would have like, I would have spent my last dollar. It's probably yeah. not, you know, my kids are my life. So I would yeah. have spent my last dollar, but I'm, I'm super fortunate. Not a lot of people are, but yeah. there are insurance companies that do take care of it, but there are, are other ways, but I know how fucking hard it is to, mm-hmm. to do it. So to, so to answer our question, from our our um our dude that wrote in um yeah and he did um, he, he, he submitted a help. video yeah yeah he said uh, uh not this one this oh, was sorry, the other sorry. this was the other guy um it i don't it shouldn't feel like a job but it yeah. is and you just got to be there for your woman and you've mm-hmm. got to like you know sometimes we don't want to talk about it because we don't feel like you guys want to talk about it and it's a hard thing to bring up so i think if you know how many times i cried in the bathroom by myself when i would get my period when i wasn't pregnant after trying oh, and trying man. and trying it sucks and i know yeah. every woman that's been through that can relate yeah when you're like it's me it's me it's me another one another one another one but but to like put it with him like because that's why i was so curious about like did david ever say anything about like do you remember him saying like this is hard like this is you know because he's saying in that he was saying basically exactly what this what this man is saying that he didn't want it couldn't just be on my time it wasn't like let's go let's go like he was getting pissed yeah that it was like and I was trying to like make it fun and you know like hey baby you know like doing fun things and naughty things and and not making it like a job but it 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 had to be it's like what am I supposed to do I remember he came and flew to Florida when I was doing a movie because I was ovulating and I was like fuck I'm gonna be ovulating when I'm there and I'm like he came and then I got pissed off because he just had like broke his he like had to have hand surgery or something and he was like sleeping and I was like you're you came down here to like we're keen on have sex and like I don't what and you're like being an asshole because you don't feel good and like forget it this isn't fun I don't want to do this. And, but I was saying of the funny flip side of it is I was so like, you can't go into the little room off when I'm like under anesthesia and, and I need your sperm to like, they need to use it. Yeah. You can't be watching porn and I'm not going to use that come <laughs> for our baby oh my of God. another woman. Like what? It, I mean, it's an, it's like. You're looking at another woman. Wait, did he, are you, did he not? Oh, okay. It's Use an, his imagination. Did you make a video for I him? I did. It was the only yeah. time that I was like, 
I will never do this again, but I'm going to make a video with you, obviously. And this is what I want you to watch when you're in the room. Because I want you to get off to me, and I want that to be what makes our babies. That was my only, like, weird thing that I had. Okay. That's great. So I did it. And then we both my kids came from that one. Wow. Yes. We just, gave, we just actually got rid of our other embryos about uh, eight months ago. Yeah. I had um, uh, just t- two girls, two or three girls and a boy. I was holding off to see if I wanted to have a girl, but I didn't want to have a girl. So, and I, I honestly, I love my kids so much. Yeah. I don't have any more love. Like I, yeah. I'm, I'm out. Yeah. I've heard you say that. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know what I, I can't split myself in half any more than I already do. Yeah. Someone would fall short. That's and responsible. I don't want to That's do responsible. It. Yeah, somebody would. Uh, <laughs> somebody would resent you. <laughs> and you know, if if they were just eggs, I would have donated them. But they're embryos, yeah. so I can't. I I just because you can. Mm-hmm. I'm like I don't to science, and you're like you just don't know if your kid's gonna end up out yeah. there, and they're gonna sell it on the black market, and my like you god. just don't know. Oh my god! Uh, All of a sudden, I do 23 and me, and I have a child somewhere. <laughs> no, you have six. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I'd have a daughter, and somebody else would have to yeah. deal with her yeah. ass. So, um, speaking of children, uh, so, um, so I wish you well, um, and I hope you, you get pregnant and, um, you, it'll be worth it. Obviously it'll be worth it. All this. I know it's a job. Just know it's just as hard for her. It's just as much of a job for her as you're feeling, if not worse, because she feels responsible. Mm -hmm. You know, if it doesn't happen, you're like, it's my fault. So, um, yeah, it's really, it's very hard. So I, I have much empathy for you. And sympathy, empathy or sympathy? I'm not sure what the right sympathy. word is. Sympathy, and yeah, empathy, yeah, both. Yeah. Um, so somebody else with a baby, with a baby, um, had this question. I'm oh just going to go ahead and play it. Let's see. Hey guys, I'm sitting here with my ten-month-old son today, and I'm just wondering, when do you think it's appropriate to show them horror movies? Ooh, not horror movies. Horror, horror, <laughs> horror, horror movies. Well, when start them very buy? young. <laughs> Um, when did you see your first horror, horror movie? When I was really, really young. I, I just saw my uncle the other day, actually, and he was he brought up that he had a Michael Myers mask that he would when I stayed at my grandma's, there was like a sliding door and he lived up in the basement and he would come down and he would just have the Michael Myers mask and he really would just stand. Yeah, he would stand by. Did you it. not remember the story? I, I do, I do, but I just, I, I forgot, I guess I forgot oh about God. it. I know. And he would just scare me with the fucking mask. <laughs> but I was like eight or something. Um, I, but so I think my uncle and my mom were very much into horror movies. So th- I think they both showed me it when I was really, really young. But I also, young. I grew up in a mortuary. So I feel like. I wonder if we could show Carter maybe a scene from our movie. You think? That's not hardcore just of you and i together oh like mate well i'm trying to think of this a doesn't scene have bad language <laughs> i mean us walking down the sidewalk yeah but that's we're like, like fuck you fuck you fuck you, you. Pussy, my daddy's the sheriff okay i think any other scene though is like you're what dry humping me on the wall you, yeah <laughs> <laughs> when rob came up with that i was like yeah okay the other scene we're fighting and all the movies there's no scene in those two movies that are nice well, what about the scene, the breakfast table scene? The breakfast. No, I in literally Halloween go, too. She sits there in her 
fucking chair. Oh. I literally am like cursing yeah. at you the entire time. He'll just say bad word scout. That's a bad word oh scout. My, That's I'm, a bad word I'm scout. Good. He'll probably be scared of me after he sees that. We cannot show him that. He loves me right now, Daniel. Because like he'll like want to see me on stuff and then he wants to go, where's scout? It says scout. Like he wants to see it so badly. Oh. I just don't know. I'm, I would love to see oh, his. Oh wait, there's a scene. But, but Michael Myers is shown. It's when we're in the schoolroom. And I'm like, guys, oh, that's that okay, guy's though. sitting out there. That guy's standing out there. But he might like to see that. We'll be like, look, see, he's not, he's, he's, he's fine. funny. He's, he's our friend. He's our friend. Because I think you're just like, I want to, yeah, you babysit for me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think can we try. can show that one. Oh, my God. That would be fun. Just see what he thinks. Um, What was the question? <laughs> How old is two, like, what age? Dude, you know, this is one thing that I do kind of wonder when we do go to these horror cons. Yeah. Are they, they making these kids watch yeah, them? Yeah. They see I know. these young kids. I know. You know, I'm like, but I know my kids, like when they, when they are seeing something that they know they shouldn't be watching, they get excited about it. Mm -hmm. So they like want to see it. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what's going on sometimes. When do you think you'll let yours uh, see horror movies? Um, oh God, when they're sleeping in their bed already, oh, like they're already, like my kids are not sleeping in what their bed age? all night. Oh, oh, oh. So okay. like maybe when they finally are like sleeping in their bed all night, when I know that like they're maybe not going to want to come get in bed with me oh, for the no, next year. Oh no, they're going to fucking come <laughs> get in your bed after you show, you're gonna, that's going to backfire. That's a backfire. Maybe like nine or 10 when okay. like they don't want to get in bed with mom. Yeah. Even if they're scared. Yeah. Like, I'm cool with coming and looking in the closet and under the bed, but, like, get out of my bed. It's so funny because, I mean, I don't have kids, but I, I have helped raise a lot of children. You have. <laughs> and a lot of them start at eight, and now they're 18. Oh, my God. It's so funny when it gets into that age range where you don't matter anymore and you're like uncool. I and like, know. I know that I, they're not my own, but I'm like, Oh man, that stings. I I'm like, know. when is that going to happen? Yeah. Then I think about Carter and I'm like, Oh my God, there's going to be an age. Jagger too. Jagger's like, mommy, don't sing. Oh, like what? what do you mean? Don't, what do you mean sing? don't sing. Why can't I sing? I don't oh. know why he's like, mommy, don't sing. Carter's like, mommy, you can sing all you want. <laughs> I'm like, okay, of course. Carter's like, I, I'm like, I need a hug, Jagger. Carter's like, I'll give you a hug, mommy. Oh, I he's my Jagger's little Pisces. Like, Don't touch me. Little Pisces. Oh man. Love my it. god. Love and affection. Love and, and affection. affection. Okay, uh, so um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. So, let's see. Okay, oh, so this is something that actually I know you're probably way more um apt to talk about. Because my taste in music is very different um, than yours. <laughs> so um, they would like to know, uh, this question is, I'd really like to hear about your music taste and your thoughts on the relationship between horror and music. Oh, there boy. are a lot of bands out there like Misfits and Cradle of Filth that write horror lyrics and make music videos that are basically mini horror films. Love you guys. Keep up the great work. Why, thank you. Um, yeah, they 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 really do. Yeah, go they go hand, hand in hand. hand. They de they definitely do. They, uh, they I mean they've been going hand in hand for years. I mean, just look at Rob Zombie. Yeah, you know he. I mean, his music videos are like his mini yeah. mini movies, mini horror movies. Um, I I see it a lot less now than I used to see it mm. back in the day. Yeah. Um, I know a buddy of mine in Ice Nine Kills. He's starting to like do little mini like horror movies and okay. like start to going to like the originals, which right. is really cool. Um, but a lot less now than what it, it used to be with Misfits and Dead yeah. Kennedys and No Effects. They used to do that kind of stuff all the time. And um, even Rob's like uh, latest videos, they're kind of a little bit Tame. more. 
tame and toned back. Do you think it's because the world's falling apart? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. (laughs) I'm actually going to go shoot a music video next week. Are you really? What are you doing? Um, It's going to come out after the fact. But um, yeah, so one of my buddies, Jeremy Spencer, um, had a band, uh, it was a drummer and band called um, uh, Five Finger Death Punch that I did a a music video for a million years ago. And we stayed, we stayed friends through social media and he's got um he's he's on his own now doing his own thing and he's got these videos so of course it's like you know they're they're horror they're horror oh they're all horror stuff okay yeah i mean it's 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 so again it like goes hand in hand he's i was like what what do i do what am i gonna do in it like what do you want me to do and he's like oh you're crawling on the floor trying to like grab people like to kill them when they're sleeping i'm like okay got it (laughs) but you want you to be look sexy and i'm like okay 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 okay, cool so yeah got it because i was like we gotta collaborate on something that's so funny because i think that every uh, every every um music video that i've been no not everyone but a a couple of music videos that i've been asked to do when i was rolling around in that scene when i was dating uh, a couple musicians back in the day a lot of like their bandmates friends would be like oh man would you do my music video and it would be like you're being a zombie you're like a yeah. sexy zombie yeah yeah, yeah. So they, they they kind of go coincide yeah, they, with they, one they another go, yeah well now musicians are signing at yeah. cons yeah 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 that's crazy right mm-hmm. i just i just spent uh a lot of time with alice cooper yeah He's me too awesome amazing i right? love alice i know He's so great so and cool. his wife is so cool too. And Dee Snyder, like Dee they're Snyder, all. Lita Ford was yeah. just at the con. Yeah, yeah, they go, they, they rock and roll and mm-hmm. horror, like it's it's sort of a it's a thing. Yeah, you know? pick it from both sides, guys. Um, well, what, well, so, you know, we were, I, I, I'm like obsessed with Dateline. <laughs> we both I are. was watching you know I'm, i was on the are. plane yesterday and i was watching this documentary and it was like you know true true crime I, I i almost got away with murder like all those shows you know and i was watching this one it was a uk case about uh, this doctor uh-huh. that had killed like hundreds and hundreds of patients oh they're making a they're making a, a hulu series about it they are yeah oh yeah i'm i've yeah you know how he, it was how it was like how he got caught I don't remember how he got caught. He well, what happened was is he would sign their death certificate that they were to be cremated, and it was all old women, all in like one little. Com- he was like the house call doctor, like wow. one community, totally like it had been hundreds of people, and he got caught because at the end, um, he this one woman that he killed um oh and they also said like all the people that were found when they were found because it was all like old age oh oh, he just said oh old age old age old age old age but they a lot of them were in good shape they're all in their 80s but they were fully dressed like ready for their day where (laughs) apparently that isn't a very common thing like when you die of old age you're not like sitting on the couch with your cup of tea and no. you just croak. No. So um he'd been giving them uh he'd been injecting them with something and then cremating them and you would need like another doctor to sign off. So he would go to the to the clinic across the street from him and get the other doctor to sign off so they could be cremated. So they could never test the body to see that he was doing anything. And, they, and how he got fucked this last time when he finally got put away was um, he signed, he changed, he wrote her will on a typewriter. What in the? F- and then left everything to himself. <gasps> and si- and okay, signed her yeah, name. You don't think that that's going to be fishy? That's going to look like anything? Why? Why is this woman Crazy. giving a doctor all of her? And things? she had like kids and grandkids. Oh my god, he's a moron. He and needed to get caught. Moron. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they went to his. They 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 when they went into his house, they actually got the typewriter. Whoa. That 
he used and he said she he tried to say that she borrowed it from him <gasps> to write her will. Oh my and god. And her daughter is a lawyer. Her daughter's like my mom changed her will without using me. Like I'm I'm her daughter and I'm her lawyer. Oh this my is god. not this is really dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. That is. How long had he been doing this for? Like like 30 years. How do you not know? In like, especially a small community, how do you not know? There had to have been the doctors, I guess, across the way. Once they all started talking, across the way, they were like, okay, he's come to our office three times this week for us to sign a death certificate when they had had not that many patients that have died in like a year as he was having in a week. He was known, they were like, he was known as like Dr. Death because all of his patients were dying. But do you know that there's a lot of doctors with that title? But do you wonder There's a maybe... lot of doctors with that title. A lot of doctors. And it's it's interesting being in that field. What is it with the, pa- like, the, do they feel power? You know, like, w- what is it? Like a lot of people like also too. Is he, I wonder if he, if he, do you ever think like they think they're helping? Like if someone was sick, I understand. But. I don't know, like, mm. how, how, where do you stand on, like, if you knew you had a short amount of time or somebody was in pain, like, do how do you, you know, the, the self-euthanizing, oh. like, I think it's, I mean, it's legal in, in certain states, so I, I always wonder, like, do you want to wait until you get really, really sick if you are sick, you know, and have to put your family through that? I mean, I remember my grandma had cancer for a while, and we were like, my God, I can't watch her yeah. just wither away. And sh- how, are, God, are you not well, what, taking yeah, her? Yeah, what was she feeling? What did she, she want? She wanted like, to die. Yeah, shit. She was like, she couldn't eat, she couldn't stand, she oh couldn't drink, she couldn't, she couldn't do anything. Oh, yeah, yeah. She I... was like a, a, a skeleton. Yeah. And we were like, how is she living? And she just... It was horrible to watch it happen. I guess not. I mean, I, I recently just went through something with my uncle where he was at a hospital where he, he went in for heart surgery walking and then he slowly like withered away because the hospital had, gi- had given him an infection. And we later found out that that actually was a wrong ruling and it wasn't an infection. What was it? He They gave him too much uh, blood thinner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We found that shit oh, out. Oh, great. Yeah. That caused a what looked like a bleed. So they made up this fucking oh, big lie that it was Jesus. a stomach ulcer that erupted and they couldn't figure out where it was. But I literally came face to face with a doctor that looked at me and said, we won't do anything for him. We won't do the heart surgery because he'll die on the table. They don't want that. So you just have to get him comfortable and, and he's going to die. Pretty much. And we we're like, we'll move his ass yeah. to another fucking right. hospital. Right. And then once we moved him, they did the heart surgery. And the thing is, survived. you've got to be an advocate for yourself. Yes. You have to bitch and but I, so, yell so and moan and do it. So to answer your question, I don't think that I would have sat there. Yeah. Because I, I looked at that bitch and I was like, no, that's not going to happen. Right. So we're going to do this and this and this that's and I'm right. taking him out of here. Yeah. So I don't think I would have that bone in my body to be like, what do you need? What do you need? Right. What do we need to inject something? But I mean, what fuck, if they I don't know. want it? Yeah, that's the thing. I never understood. Like, wasn't there a movie about that? That yeah, was like, yeah. yeah, it was with um, uh, I never Jill- Julianne it. Moore. I think mm-hmm. I watched it. And I always watch those movies in the plane. I'm like, the, I'm the one in the corner by the window, like watching the depressing. Yeah, I always do that too. You and I are very similar with, with my this Chardonnay. Subject. <laughs> 
<laughs> and what we watched. We could have just shared a room of these concerts. Oh we watched my the same God, shit Jesus. 48 hours. I fucking love that. <laughs> and now I've been listening to like Dateline podcasts. Oh and my God, just, they're so uh, good. Just so they good. so good. You know, and, and we always talk about like homicide detectives and stuff. And I got a question. Mm-hmm. Joey from Okeechobee. Um, he, um, Joey's awesome. Um, Joey. Joey wanted to know what particular case got you interested in true crime would you ever want to act or direct a movie based on a true case or maybe a documentary yes 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 yes. we kind of touched base on this a long time ago and i think that maybe we should i mean fuck we both like this kind of subject yeah we we should should explore it a little bit because i'm interested i like talking about it and finding stuff out um what would you guys think about us like adding some true crime true crime stuff in this I just we need cases. Like, send us. I want to yeah, know. Like, send who, us cases. You know, I did this um, uh, this show for E years ago called mm-hmm. um, uh, Oh God, Hollywood Death Trip. Yeah, where I went around investigating in Hollywood, like all of the horrific crimes Crazy. that have happened and murders and you know that Ashton Kutcher story which yeah. we, we should actually talk about yeah. that on, on our next podcast because it's crazy Ashton was dating this girl getting ready to take her to an event um, and uh, he went to her house to pick her up with the car and knocked on her door and nobody answered and he saw what looked like red wine on the carpet and it ended up being her blood <gasps> somebody had broken into her house and stabbed her like 50 something times oh my god okay save that yes we're gonna talk about Could that you imagine like what if he no. got there right when it was happening oh I have I have a crazy story about somebody. Oh my god! Save I, it, save I, it. Yeah, we'll okay, talk about it okay. another, on another one. We're but gonna to answer this. your question, Joey. Yes. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll. We have like five minutes left. Yes. Um, I'll wrap this up with um, what got me interested is my. So my the story about my dad, which nobody knows, mm-hmm. is my dad died when I was seven. Um, he died in a car accident. But there's all kinds of suspicious, weird shit around the car accident yeah, situation. I saying this. Mm-hmm. So my dad and my godfather, Chris, and his best friend, uh, Jimmy, I think was his name, all went to um, a game at Madison Square Garden together. My dad drove them mm-hmm. uh, from um, Long Island over to the city. They parked their car. They got out. They went to the game. My dad had had been in a car accident a year prior to that and had a really bad back. So it was pain pills and like it was an issue. Mm -hmm. He was always very uncomfortable. Um, My mom and dad were divorced at the time. I was actually in New York for the two, 10 days before this happened. um, And I went home five days early because I missed my mom. Okay. I was supposed to be going to the game with my dad. Oh man. Uh, So uh, my dad called his, my dad got up. This is a story that I was told. My dad got up, and the story's kind of changed over the years a little bit. He got up at halftime, I guess it uh-huh. is, made a phone call to his girlfriend okay. and told his girlfriend that he couldn't meet her for lunch the next day because he didn't know where God was going to put him. What? He left Madison Square Garden. He left his friends there. He just randomly left them. And Did he tell them? Nope. Hmm. And he bailed. And he Does it sound like your dad? Um Does it sound like something he would do. He drove them there. Yeah. How are they gonna get Weird. home? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he died in he got into a car accident on the way to wherever he was going, which was not the direction of his home. Um he lost control of his car. He was not wearing his seatbelt, which is weird because he was always wearing his seatbelt. And he hit the guardrail on the driver's side 
and he his car hit it and then ricocheted to the other side uh, of yeah. the freeway and then he went out the passenger window halfway out the passenger window oh, damn. and then I guess somebody found him like in the you know yeah. two in the morning or whatever it was um, and reported it and, and all that but but the odd thing is that when I was there visiting him he would say things to me like you know if anything ever happens to daddy you're going to be a rich little girl he made out his will 10 days before he died what yeah so I know my dad was doing kind of shady things. Mm. Uh, I know he was a bookie. I know okay. he was gambling. I think he was maybe taking from Peter to pay Paul. Mm. Um, I remember he would have these like black and white marble composition books mm -hmm. with all of the bookie, all of the, the races and horses yeah. and whatever shoved behind his bed with his marble reds because he wasn't smoking in front of me. But of course he was like, since I go yeah. to bed, he would like yeah. smoke cigarettes. Um, so I think maybe he was doing some shady shit. And I think when he got up during halftime to call his girlfriend, maybe he Someone. called somebody else first. Okay. This is this is my fantasy. I thought that maybe somebody saw him. Well, I that think... That he owed money and he was like booking it out of there. Could be. You know? I, what my like fantasy I'm just seeing a movie was... <laughs> well, that's what happened like is that... Someone's chasing him or so something. So remember when I told you that story about my writing partner was his roommate's girlfriend was banging yeah was was hooking up they weren't having sex i don't think they were hooking up um with kevin dylan so the story that i was writing was called andrea's story which is my middle name and it was about the story in in my script was this girl um is turns 21 and she always thought her dad had a, had a car dealership because my parents had a car dealership and when she turns 21 this lawyer contacts her in the story and mm -hmm. tells her you need to come to new york to get this lockbox and you have inherited all of this money and she's like what yeah where'd all this money come from yeah my dad had a car dealership like he wasn't rich by any means so she's got like hundreds of thousands of dollars in this lockbox with stuff in it that she has to sort of figure out what it is and it's her cool. way her dad's way don't of telling her don't you dare or write it for me and i'll start making yeah. my story and it would be a way for for her so throughout the story she figures out that her dad didn't die he was murdered and she Shit. starts uncovering that it's these big mafia these mob guys yeah and she keeps getting like threatened like she's at the hotel and then someone slips something under the door that says like here's a plane ticket get the fuck out of here yeah and she finds out that it's her godfather that's like because i i'll ask my godfather like i'll sit with him and my dad's friends as an adult and say tell, tell me, me what the fuck what happened, happened. And they won't. They just won't. And I remember when I was. They won't. But they, it's the same story. And they won't even say they like think, there's something. They think that my dad's back was hurting him, so he didn't want to be a bother. Didn't want to make them leave, so he just decided to leave. I think that he went to make a phone call, and he got asked to go somewhere or do something for do someone, something. and he knew that his number was going to be up. Like he was and he didn't want to take them and have them be a part of something yeah. in case there was something bad that was going to happen to him. Yeah. So he left them there. Mm -hmm. And then he called his girlfriend and said, I don't know where God's going to put me. I can't meet you tomorrow. And he died. So either. Damn. Either something was done to his car. Again, he was cremated. So who knows if there's a body? Oh, I mean, or he's in like police witness protection. Like maybe. You know, I always wonder, like, is there, I've said stuff to my godmother, like, you know, I always, 
have this fantasy like I'm going to be like driving down the street one day and like I'm going to see like my dad and she would say things like well crazier things have happened get the fuck out Danielle I swear to God and then like you know do you think that your dad would like come find you like if that was like do you think that at some point I don't know like I mean you know your father I don't know my father Damn, man. You that know? is nuts. That is crazy shit. So I wonder, you yeah. know, so I've I've always, every time, like, I work there's somewhere. There's too many weird things that people weird. are saying to you. Like, there's too many weird things that don't add up there. And mind you, I was definitely not rich. My my scumbag of an aunt um, was my guardian of my uh, dad's estate for me, uh, and she spent it all. So um, when I turned 18, I got $5,000. So yeah. definitely wasn't rich. And, she's, and then when I turned... I was 18, um, again, and my godmother was the one that identified his body, by the way. <gasps> so she signed. So when she's the one that says yeah. weird things like that, yeah. you know. And I saw, I have, my aunt was so fucking crazy. They took pictures. Like when my aunt saw the car after the accident, she went with my grandpa, who was a cop, by the way. Uh-huh. And she worked for the courthouse. So when I tried to get like, where's the police report? Where's the death certificate? Where's the court docs? How old were you? Seven. Okay. I, oh, when I was older, I started looking into this stuff. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing. There's nothing. There's Weird. literally nothing. So they're like, well, it's 1985. Like, we don't have access to any of that stuff anymore. Okay, what about the lawyer that did the will? Oh, he's di- Oh, he died a year after your, you know, your dad. He did your dad's will or. What about this one? Or when I say to my godmom, like, what about this? And she's like, I-, I know that your dad had a lot of money when he died. I don't know what he was doing. But I still think that there's some weird yeah. shit going on with those. Do you think it those... might be his family? Do what do you, you mean? Like, well, like what, who, your aunt, your aunt who took all the money or whatever? Like, I mean, I don't no, know. No, okay. I think she was totally unrelated. I think that, like, my dad's circle of friends might still be... Yeah. They might still be doing. I think your god, your godfather is going to tell you, like in his very last last days. You think so? I think so. I think so. Or your godmother? I, I think so for sure, hundred percent. You like? I've been over there. Like they're like family. Like I bring my kids. You know. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't say something. In their, I thought, like God, days. I would love to. What if I? What if I could take the body out of the ground? Like, what if I go in there and there is no body in there? I mean, it's cremated, so it would just be if he's. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy. What if I like took it out, you know? Yeah. That's crazy. So that's what got me interested yeah. in all of this stuff. It's that like little girl in me that's that's just so curious and it's that unanswered yeah. unanswered I, thing. I, I mean, mine has to do with my father too, but I mean, I was raised in a mortuary and my dad was a coroner. So yeah. I was constantly, you know, bodies would be coming into the home and a lot of them, you know, would be cases, unsolved cases and right. my dad would have to figure out what happened and you know I would see them and then learn like who killed this person and why and read the cases and see the photos and yeah it was definitely that's exactly what got me into it so interesting I I like this I think we should definitely add this to our talk about it some more yeah let's break down some stories this is it's interesting Mm -hmm. because we only talk about horror movies so much maybe this will be like the horror section yeah of of what we send us cases. I yeah. also too John Bonet that case. Well, you know I was in beauty pageants as a kid, so Did. that case always fascinated me. We're adding that to the list here. We'll, we'll talk Let's about. Let's make a list, guys. Send us a list yes, of who we should please, talk about. Please, all cases, sizes, small, famous, not small town, big town, big cities. I want to hear about it. Yeah, amazing, so awesome. We, I'm glad we discovered this. Yeah, <laughs> creepy. So, Dad, if you're watching this, 
Yeah. If you're listening to this, come back. Come find me. Oh, man. Please. That's crazy. That's a fucking come crazy story. Me. Holy shit. I have oh. no idea. Crazy. Well, thank you guys. Thanks for listening, you guys. Don't forget to subscribe and like. And if you want to oh. watch our video, join our Patreon, Patreon support. It's like five please, bucks a please. month. That's Helps cheap. us make this happen, you guys. Yes. And um, yeah. Uh, well, all right. And peace out. Woo, woo, woo. It's like a. It's like a detective show, right? It's love like a, it. It's like a, a 70s. I love it. I'm we'll gonna be the next up. Cagney and Lacey. Let's do it. <laughs> Murder in America is a true crime podcast that covers stories from all 50 states, including stories of mass shootings, serial killers, and lesser known murders. Do you find yourself doing more research after listening to a true crime show? Well, Courtney and I used to do the same thing, and that's why we created Murder in America. Our podcast dives deep into each case. Our storytelling will make you feel like you're right there within the case with us, watching it all play out, and we do not shy away from the graphic details. If you're a fan of true crime, then listen to Murder in America on Spotify now. Every town has its dark history. Hometown Ghost Stories is a paranormal podcast that goes town to town all across the globe, exploring the world's most haunted places, tapping into the dusty archives and the darkest corners to bring you the most terrifying stories of real people and their harrowing experiences. Hometown Ghost Stories dives into the history of haunted locations and investigates why and how these places earned their terrifying reputation. Rob, Dave, and Jesse go live every Tuesday night after an uninterrupted documentary-style breakdown on the case, followed by an open discussion with live viewers. Subscribe today to listen to Hometown Ghost Stories on your preferred podcast platform, or watch the video version on YouTube and now Spotify. Head on over to the Bloody FM Podcast Network and check out Hometown Ghost Stories, if you're brave enough. (laughs) 